This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, more of the president's picks to fill his White House staff get the okay from Congress. DHS is pushing back the deadline for states to comply with Real ID. While the EPA is looking to tackle the problem of forever chemicals. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. The Office of Management and Budget is slowly filling out its ranks of permanent political leaders. The Senate confirmed Jason Miller as OMB's Deputy Director for Management. He cleared confirmation with an 81-13 vote. Miller will oversee federal IT, workforce, and other initiatives for the Biden administration. Miller will join Shalanda Young as only the second permanent Senate-confirmed leader at OMB. The agency does not have a permanent director yet, and President Biden has not nominated a new candidate. Celeste Drake is the first Made in America director in the Office of Management and Budget. President Joe Biden says in appointing Drake yesterday that she will shape and implement federal procurement and financial management policy to ensure American workers and businesses are front and center in government decisions. Drake joins the administration from the Directors Guild of America, where she served as the executive in charge of government affairs. Before that, she served as the Trade and Globalization Policy Specialist for the AFL-CIO. After 44 years, a longtime technology executive calls it a career. Federal News Network's Jason Miller tells us more. Dave Bennett is heading off to retirement after spending 30 years in the Army and another 14 with the Defense Information Systems Agency as a civilian employee. Bennett served in numerous roles at DISA, including as its chief information officer, and most recently as its director of operations. Of all the technology changes he saw, Bennett highlighted mobile devices. Not only changed how we did business, but it changed where we did business. Bennett says he'll take some time off before deciding what to do next. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. The Biden administration is nominating two veteran defense acquisition professionals for top jobs in the Pentagon. Former Defense Procurement Chief Frank Kendall is getting tapped to serve as the highest ranking civilian in the Air Force. Heidi Shiyu, who previously led the Army's acquisition office, is getting the nod as the Pentagon's leader for research and engineering. House Armed Services Chairman Adam Smith said Kendall is exactly the kind of public servant needed at the helm of the Air Force. Both nominees served under President Barack Obama. A new Pentagon audit confirms what critics have been saying for years. Other transaction agreements are the Wild West of DOD acquisition. More on that from Federal News Network's Jared Serbu. The DOD Inspector General report focuses on the military's use of consortiums to spend public money on prototype systems. Among a host of problems, DOD doesn't know how many contracts it's actually awarded through those consortiums, and in many cases can't track which contractor actually did the work. The IG says government contracting officers also violated laws and DOD policies surrounding the use of OTAs in numerous instances, partly because the department's guidance is unclear. DOD used OTAs for nearly $16 billion in acquisitions last year alone. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. The Army says a declining budget could affect its operational reach, but some lawmakers question if that's a bad thing. Federal News Network Scott Massioni reports. Army Secretary John Whitley says the service makes up about 50% of the military's current operational tempo. That costs a lot of money when the service is also trying to modernize and preserve its readiness. 
Whitley says any drops in the budget would first limit where the army deploys. However, a bipartisan group of lawmakers say the military is already overreaching itself. They say by reacting to every global issue, the services are raiding their coffers for future technologies and weapons. The lawmakers are asking the military to rethink where and how it deploys. Scott Massioni. Federal News Network. The General Services Administration's in-house tech incubator is funding 22 projects to improve government services. The 10X program is giving Phase 1 funding to teams to develop a government technology hiring toolkit, reduce duplicative content on agency websites, and help small disadvantaged businesses navigate the federal contracting marketplace. Another team is looking at ways to visualize the carbon footprint of federal buildings. The 10X program has launched projects like Login.gov and the U.S. Web Design System. A long-awaited federal security initiative just got a new later deadline. More now from Federal News Network's Tom Temin. Like a stone kicked down the street, the real ID enforcement start date is now May 3rd, 2023, moved back from this October 1st. Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas gave the pandemic as the reason. Under Real ID, travelers at TSA checkpoints would need state-issued driver's licenses or other IDs that meet federal rules for identity verification. Motor vehicle bureaus have been operating at below capacity. Mayorkas says the delay will give them time to get back to normal. Some states have issued Real ID licenses to fewer than a third of their resident drivers. I'm Tom Temin. The Social Security Administration is taking on scammers impersonating agency employees. The agency's Office of Inspector General continues to release cautionary tips on identifying fraudsters. It started receiving reports of sophisticated scammers creating false identification badges similar to the ones used by federal employees. They're sending them to potential victims to create the illusion that they are legitimate. SSA recently hosted its second annual National Slam the Scam Day, and Inspector General Gail Ennis is encouraging anyone that comes across these fraud attempts to report them to the OIG's website. The Thrift Savings Plan is starting a multi-year effort to modernize services for its participants. More from Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. The TSP is finalizing requirements and starting to transfer data as part of a major record-keeping acquisition. The plan is working with Accenture on the project. It's supposed to improve and modernize customer service at TSP call centers. It will also create a new mobile app and electronic signature options for participants. The TSP is planning to go live with some of the new features starting in mid-2022. Nicola Grisco, Federal News Network. A new council at the Environmental Protection Agency will be tasked with researching how to protect communities facing issues with PFAS chemicals. EPA Administrator Michael Regan announced Rahika Fox from the Office of Water and Deb Zaro, who is Acting Regional Administrator in Region 1, will lead the EPA Council on PFAS. Many areas in the country have been polluted with the so-called forever chemicals. This new task force is charged with coming up with a five-year plan to help deal with those cases. And the Postal Service is speeding up infrastructure investments to handle more packages this holiday season. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has details. USPS is accelerating its investment and procurement of 138 package sorting machines and expects to have them running ahead of its peak holiday season at the end of this year. It's also leasing 45 additional package annexes located near existing processing facilities to store an overflow of packages. USPS is also revisiting a 2015 consolidation plan to remove or relocate mail sorting machines from 18 processing facilities. The agency says it will not lay off employees in the process. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast. Subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. And stay up to date on your agency's response to the coronavirus with our coronavirus resource page. I'm Eric White.
holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Bakers, fresh for everyone. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. And take your workout to the next level with accessories like non-slip grip dumbbells, a heart rate monitor, cycling shoes, and more. Peloton, motivation that moves you. This limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.